Welcome to Living Literally, the podcast for readers, writers, and those that teach them. I'm your host, Tahima Noel. Each month, I will be bringing you a different book selection that we will be reading together, kind of like a podcast book club. The book will be explored over two episodes. The first will focus on my review and breakdown of the book. The second will focus on listener responses to the book. Let's dive in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this introductory episode of Living Literally. And I wanted to do this episode for a few reasons. One was to introduce myself and who I am and also give you a preview of what you could look forward to if you should choose to tune in to this podcast monthly, actually bi-monthly. It's going to be two episodes per month. So first and foremost, I am a bookworm. My mother had dreams of me following in her footsteps and playing basketball. And she has this story that she has told so many times One day she was teaching me how to shoot layups in the backyard and your girl was good. I had it, you know, I was getting it. I was, I was scoring some points and her face was lighting up. She's like, my girl's got it. She had WNBA dreams just dancing in her eyes. And after I hit it a few times, I was like, okay, mom's happy. Uh, can I go read now? Broke her heart, but that is just who I am. I do not recall learning how to read. I have just always been a reader. I recall getting my first library card and just loving the fact that the library was walking distance from my house because I was there every day. You know that old show Cheers when Norm would walk in and that whole bar's like, Norm! That was me. Every librarian knew Tahima. Um, I was there every day. I was checking out four and five books at a time. I was trying to read the book on my walk home. I love good stories and always have. And that's going to be the focus of this show, really. Good books, good stories, books that make you want to talk about them, right? Reading is kind of an isolating activity if you don't have a book club or a reading partner or somebody to share it with. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. Hey, I found this good book, guys. Read it along with me. Come back and let's talk about it. So those of you that are reading along with me, I'm going to ask you some questions and ask you to write in to the podcast. Our podcast email is living literally podcast at gmail.com. You can write in with your own reviews, your own reactions, answers to the questions, book club type questions that I pose. And I'll be doing mailbag episodes and responding to you guys so that we get a little bit of that conversation that we want as readers. Now, for the writers in the audience, what I will be giving to you is my own journey as an author. I have finished my first manuscript and realized that I need to rewrite the whole thing. Um, And as disheartening as that was the first month I realized it, I'm actually really excited about going back in and 
revising, rewriting. It's really going to be a complete rewrite. I'll give you more info on that in the first episode. But I also kind of need accountability partners. Um, And so starting each episode with my own writing journey means that I've got to be walking on the journey. So I have something to share. Um, And also kind of want to open up dialogue around writing, maybe tell you guys what I'm trying or what I'm working on. Maybe that'll give you ideas or inspiration for your own writing. I do have a master's degree in creative writing. So maybe, you know, I could teach you something. Not that that's what I'm I'm trying to do here. I am mostly trying to entertain and I don't know if commiserate is the right word. It's not a misery. But then again, there are a lot of memes about how miserable writing can be. So, um, but anyway, I did just want to bring that aspect of myself into this podcast and hopefully appeal to some of you writers out there in some kind of fashion. And then finally, the final aspect of uh, my literal self or my literary self is that I am an English teacher, an educator, and English professor. I will be looking at these books through an educator lens as well and giving some ideas to other educators on how the book can be featured in your classroom, whether that is through book clubs, um, just why it should be on your bookshelf in your classroom library, maybe small group instruction, or as a writing mentor piece, how could you know, students rewrite a piece of this or how it just basically how it could be used in your classroom. So those are the three aspects that this podcast will really focus on. So I'll be announcing the first book and I'll be announcing each book ahead of time, give you some time to read the first book club type episode where I'll be talking about the book is going to come out in July. July 12th is my goal to drop that episode that gives you about two weeks to read the book but don't worry the book that I am about to announce is a page turner and I'm very excited to announce it and I will be doing that shortly Okay, the moment you've all been waiting for, the moment I've certainly been waiting for is the announcement of the first book for the Living Literally podcast, and it is Gilded by Marissa Meyer. Let me tell you guys something. If you have not heard the name Marissa Meyer, it is an honor to introduce you to this author. I absolutely adore her books and the first thing I have to say is I know the cliche do not judge a book by its cover but I still remember the first time I saw the cover to her first book Cinder Um, just a magnificent cover if you have not seen it google it real quick it is the reason I started reading her and who just whoever designs her covers just I mean, great work because the cover art on this book is 
stunning. It is gorgeous. Gilded is a beautiful book, but all of her books um, look this beautiful. And what Marissa Meyer is known for is what is called fractured fairy tales. So stories you know and love, and she just twists them. I know I'm talking about Gilded, but I'm going back to Cinder for a second here. The Lunar Chronicles series is all fractured fairy tales. You've got Cinderella, you've got Little Red Riding Hood, you've got Rapunzel, you've got Snow White, and all of them intertwine in a sci-fi futuristic universe where Cinderella is a cyborg and she doesn't lose her glass slipper. She loses her whole cybernetic foot. It's an awesome series. If you have not read it, check it out. Maybe as this podcast goes on, I'll do a special series on those four books. But Gilded, again, we are returning to Fractured Fairy Tales. And this one is Rumpelstiltskin. And it also gives me the vibe of, oh, you thought this was a fairy tale? No, this is a true story. Let me tell you how type feel. Let me read to you just the um, synopsis real quick. Long ago, cursed by the God of Lies, a miller's daughter has developed a talent for spinning stories that are fantastical and spellbinding and entirely untrue. Or so everyone believes. When one of Cyrilda's outlandish tales draws the attention of the sinister Earl King and his undead hunters, she finds herself swept away into a grim world where ghouls and phantoms prowl the earth and hallowed-eyed ravens track her every move. The king orders Cyrilda to complete the impossible task of spinning straw into gold or be killed for telling falsehoods. In her desperation, Cyrilda unwittingly summons a mysterious boy to her aid. He agrees to help her for a price. Soon, Cyrilda realizes that there is more than one secret hidden in the castle walls, including an ancient curse that must be broken if she hopes to end the tyranny of the king and his wild hunt forever. Oh man, I cannot wait for you guys to read it if you have not read it. It has been out for a while. Yeah, this book came out in 2021, so it has been out for a while, um, but I am just cracking into it myself, but I, I probably ordered it the week it came out because that's what I do. I also collect books, but can't do a podcast about collecting books, can you? I also, I have um, cracked the book open. I am working on it for it for the next episode, and I just absolutely loved the prologue, so I'm also going to read that to you just to get you into it because I really do want you guys to read along with me and be prepared to write back. All right, I will tell you the tale, how it happened in truth. The first thing you ought to know is that it wasn't my father's fault. Not the bad luck, not the lies, certainly not the curse. I know some will try to blame him, but he had little to do with it. And I wanna be clear that it wasn't entirely my fault either. Not the bad luck, not the lies, certainly not the curse. Well, maybe some of the lies, but I should start at the beginning, the true beginning. Our story began on the winter solstice 19 years ago during a rare endless moon. Or I should say the true beginning was in the before times when monsters roamed freely outside the veil that now separates them from mortals and demons sometimes fell in love. But for our purposes, it started during that endless moon. The sky was slate gray and a blizzard was being heralded across the land by the chilling howls of the hounds, 
the thunder of hooves. The wild hunt had emerged, but this year, they were not only seeking lost souls and aimless drunkards and naughty children who had risked misbehaving at a most inopportune time. This year was different, for an endless moon only occurs when the winter solstice coincides with a bright moon in all its fullness. This is the only night when the great gods are forced to take their beastly forms, enormous, powerful, almost impossible to catch. But if you should be lucky enough, or skilled enough, to capture such a prize, the god will be forced to grant a wish. It was this wish the Earl King sought that fateful night. His hounds howled and burned as they chased down one of the monstrous creatures. The Earl King himself shot the arrow that pierced the beast's massive golden wing. He was sure the wish would be his. But with remarkable strength and grace, the beast, although wounded, was able to break through the circle of hounds. It fled deep into the ashen wood. The hunters again made chase, but too late. The monster was gone, and with sunlight nearing, the hunt was forced to retreat behind the veil. As morning light shimmered off a blanket of snow, it so happened that a young miller arose early to check on the river that turned his water wheel, concerned that it would soon freeze over in the winter cold. That is when he spied the monster, hidden in the shadows of the wheel. It might have been dying, if gods could die. It had grown weak. The gold-tipped arrow still jutted from between bloodied fingers. The miller, cautious and afraid, but courageous all the same, approached the beast and, with much effort, snapped the arrow in two and pulled it free. No sooner had he done so than the beast transformed into the god of stories. Expressing much gratitude for the miller's help, they offered to grant a single wish. The miller thought on this for a long while, until finally he confessed that he had recently fallen in love with a maiden from the village, a girl who was both warm of heart and free of spirit. He wished that the god would grant them a child, one who was healthy and strong. The god bowed and said it was to be. By the following winter solstice, the miller had married the village maiden, and together they brought a baby girl into the world. She was indeed healthy and strong, and in that, the god of stories had granted the wise the wish precisely as requested. But there are two sides to every story, the hero and the villain, the dark and the light, the blessing and the curse. And what the miller had not understood is that the god of stories is also the god of lies a trickster god. Having been blessed by such a godparent, the child was forever marked with untrustworthy eyes, pitch black irises, each overlaid by a golden wheel with eight tiny golden spokes, the wheel of fate and fortune, which, if you are wise, you know is the greatest deception of all. Such a peculiar gaze ensured that all who saw her would know she had been touched by old magic, as she grew, the child was often shunned by the suspicious villagers for her strange gaze and the bouts of misfortune that seemed to follow in her wake. Terrible storms in the winter, droughts in the summer, diseased crops and missing livestock, and her mother vanishing in the night with no explanation. These and all manner of horrible things for which blame could easily be thrust upon the peculiar motherless child with the unholy eyes. Perhaps most condemning of all was the habit she developed as soon as she learned her first words. When she talked, she could hardly keep herself from telling the most outlandish tales, as though her tongue could not tell the difference between truth and falsehoods. 
She began to trade in stories and lies herself, and while the other children delighted in her tales, so full of whimsy and enchantment, the elders knew better. She was blasphemous, they said, a most despicable liar, which everyone knows is nearly as bad as being a murderer or the sort of person who repeatedly invites themselves over for a pint of ale but never repays the favor. In a word, the child was cursed, and everyone knew it. And now that I've told the story, I fear I may have misled you before. In hindsight, perhaps it was a bit my father's fault. Perhaps he should have known better to th than to accept a wish from a god. After all, wouldn't you? Isn't that just a great opening? I know you want to read this book with me now. And so I invite you to read Gilded by Marissa Meyer and join me here again on July 12th to hear what I think about the whole thing. Okay, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for listening to this introductory episode. I know it's not a long one, but it is still time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And I really, really do appreciate that. I know some of you are friends that have known about this and were waiting for it and clicked on it. Or maybe you discovered it on one of the different platforms where you can listen to podcasts and you didn't have to and so I do really appreciate you pressing play and checking out my podcast and hopefully you will come back in a couple of weeks and join me for our first book club episode and until next time go out and live literally <laughs>